Hey guys, sitting at my desk, like I'm sure many of you guys have been, uh, I hope that things are kind of feeling not too weird as school goes back at the moment, that you're a little bit more used to doing school online. I'm really hoping and praying as well that, that everything that we are doing and creating is really helpful for you guys. We love and care for you guys, and we know that this is, and, and you know, stats are showing that this is a really hard time. People are anxious, depressed, lonely, all those things. So so if that's you, please reach out to us. We're, we're here for you and we love you. We're really praying that what we've recorded is really helpful and good, and please don't see the length and get freaked out. Me and Gary had a lot of fun as we sat down and chatted about just, just life and, and we got to know one another more and I hope that uh, as we kind of uh, send it out to you guys, it can be a really fun time, a really interesting time as you get to know us more uh, and as we dig into God's word as well. Uh, you, you might be uh, inclined to watch it while you like play video games or garden or cook or whatever it might be. That's the way I do things. So so there's no there's no uh, reason that you need to sit down for two hours and watch the whole thing or listen. You're very welcome to be doing other things. That's the way I do stuff, and so I completely understand if that's how you do things too. Um, however it might be that you, you watch these, I pray that they are really helpful. We're praying that um, you, you, you get to see more people, you get to see uh, the real side of Christianity from so many people. Uh, we're we're going to be talking to people who've had some really hard things happen. We're going to be talking to some people just more about the Bible, opening it up together and just having some fun like I did with Gary. So, yeah, I, I hope and pray that you tune in and, and ingest it and watch it and listen uh, the best way that works for you. Uh, even if it's, you know, five-minute chunks for a, a number of days in a row, whatever works. Uh, I know, uh, yeah, just, just get it in however you normally do. Uh, God bless. We miss you guys. See you G'day. How you going, Johnny? Pretty good. Uh, would you rather have fur all over your body or be covered in scales? I think fur sounds really nice. Yeah, well, especially on a day to that. Particularly in Robert. Yeah. <laughs> and night time's here. Would you rather always be late or always be early? Always late because there's a good chance I'll get to all the things I want to get to at some point. Yeah, fair enough. And early, it's just uncomfortable for everyone. Doesn't start till I get there anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the party doesn't start till Gary Hamlet. Though I, I can't, I don't want to be late to a gig. Yeah, well, fair enough. But other than that, everything else is fine. Um, <laughs> school, you know, work, nah, fair enough. Uh, would you rather have uh, a green light everywhere you drove, every like traffic light you get to, or never have to wait in a queue ever again? I'll go with the green light. I don't mind cues. Chance to sit and observe. Yeah. Thing. Fair enough. I like to I like to pray when I'm in the queue. Yeah. Whereas red lights are just frustrating. <laughs> uh, if you could choose, would you rather uh, first class flights for free or eat out at any restaurant for free as much as you want? I'm not a great fan of flying. Right. Of flying. That's not... I mean, first class, right? Don't know. Fair enough. So, free restaurants. Fair enough. Uh, if, if you had to fart loudly during a serious conversation or burp at the end of every kiss, which one would it be? It'd mean I'd have to probably, in this conversation, have to fart loudly because I'm not going to kiss you up for a burp. Yeah, I'd do that one. All right, yeah, good, good, good. 
Uh, and finally, if you had to live without internet or without books, I'd go without the internet. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, it's good. Good to get to know you a bit. And would you rather? There's always a good sense, not just of uh, actual preference, but a, a bigger life as well. Uh, tell tell me about uh, you growing up. Uh, your interests. What did you like? What were you good at? Yeah. So um, I grew up in Dapto. I loved Dapto. It was all over you. <laughs> and uh, I lived. I backed onto the the football oval, at right. the park. Yeah, yeah. And so I played football. Footy, as in NRL. Yeah. Okay. The real stuff. Yeah. And um, I played footy every day. There you go. For about fifteen years. Yeah. Right. Um, I've got two brothers, and we played footy. Um, in the mornings for Dapto Canaries. Yep. That was our team. The Canaries. Yeah. yeah. That's very. You know, we we struck fear not, into the hearts of many things. <laughs> as a it's not like the real gorillas or anything. <laughs> no, yeah, we didn't play them. We played the devils, the butchers, the collie dogs. Um, not nothing like the canaries though. That's no, fearsome. Question to you out there: Do you know why we were called the canaries? Do you know why? Uh, I assume is it was there a mine? Yeah, it's a mining so town. It's, yeah, so it's is a mining town, so it's very working class. Yeah, um, and you could feel in the eighties when I grew up there. Yeah. You could definitely feel the working class mentality. Yeah. Not so much now, but definitely back then. Yeah. I suppose, like, depending on what part particularly. Mm, definitely, yeah. Because, you know, there's the Upper West Side, of course, of course. There was no Upper Side. <laughs> it was just all... It was just all that. We're all along the side of the tracks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was that down, then there was kind of hooker. It just went kind of went... So yeah. I, ha- I have <laughs> visions of my days on, on a Saturday. We go and play for our our teams, me and my brothers, and then we come home and have lunch. Then mum and dad would go and play tennis at the tennis courts near the Oval. And we just watch the first grade, play football. We'd play football against the rest of the kids. We'd come home at six o'clock and we would be as black as any other indigenous population you ever see, just covered (laughs) in mud. Um, And then my mum and dad would be too knackered from tennis to do anything, so we'd just walk up to the pub to have dinner. Yeah. And come home and just do it all again. That sounds very adapter. That's that's all. Sort of <laughs> and then later on, um, when I became an adult, eighteen, nineteen, for the first few parts of my young adult career, I did the same thing. Right. But just I was playing first grade for adapter. Yeah. Right. And going to the club afterwards. Yeah. That's what I was doing. So, so it like church wasn't part of growing up from the sounds of it. My, my parents took me to church, but I didn't really want to be a part of it. It was okay. pretty boring. Yeah. Right. Um, the one thing I did enjoy was Boys Brigade. Yeah. That was on a Monday, and they did lots of cool stuff. So we did lots of canoeing and expeditioning and camping, yeah. free camping, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, cool. Um, so Boys Brigade was like youth group, just with a real clear Christ focus, and I liked the active part of that. Yeah. But church was pretty boring to me. But I went because um, my mum forced me to. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and like, ha- how did that change? When did that begin to change? Yeah. So. When I became, when I went to uni, I didn't have to do what my mum told me anymore, so yep. I didn't go to her church, but a few of my friends from school were going to the Anglican church in Dapto. Yeah. Cool. And it was a bit bigger, yep. uh, it was far more engaging, I just think the ministers understood you had to connect deeply to, to young adults, so I started going there. So I never really wasn't a Christian, Yeah. but I just found that the Anglican church there was bigger, way more females. Yeah, my age, <laughs> and lots of interesting things to do. Yeah, and I think that's when God started to speak to me about the Bible. Yeah, cool. and that it matters. 
So is that where you met Rhiannon, your wife? No, she was actually went to St Mark's in Wollongong. All right. Mm -hmm. West um, and I, I think I actually managed because they were Dapto girls in Dapto. Yeah. And they're okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're Wollongong girls. So I, I think I, me and my friend Andy Stevenson oh, yeah, organised yeah, yeah. a combined churches young adults event. Yeah. Which was just an excuse to meet. <laughs> and we did and she was one of that group there you go there you go and so are you the young but you, you mentioned you're from no I'm the oldest of you're the oldest brother yeah. yeah I didn't know that mm. I just assumed you were like in yeah. the middle of the youngest some of you know my younger brother he just lives down the road yeah Danny. some of those ragtag bunch of kids that's right and so what, what was there something else about Dapto that um kind of you, you really enjoyed so obviously you know there's young people that that was great and mm -hmm. a bit of a different vibe yep so when else? i when i first came in people knew who i was because it was interesting when i was playing first grade for dapto mm. the canaries they their home grounds next door to the church yeah so a few of my friends who were doing youth group at the time yeah on a friday night some of them would watch me play football just across the fence, yeah, yeah, yeah. on Friday, because was you couldn't miss the fact that we're having Friday night games at Dapto Showground. Yeah, um, we call it the bird cage. <laughs> Canaries don't lose in the bird cage, yeah. um, and so uh, they knew that I was doing that. Yeah, and so when I came to the church, they went, "Oh, Gary's here." Yeah. Anyway, the minister, a really good guy, um, Peter Tasker, he said, "He just kept it on me for a few months." Yeah, and then said. Gary, there's some stuff you can do here at church if you're interested. Mm. And so I think Dapto and Lincoln were really good at identifying a way to get involved in the church, not yeah. just be a part of it. Yeah. And so I did a lot of training, a lot of um, studying with Peter yeah. um, over the next five or six years. Yeah, cool. And that was really cool to be a part of the church um, at, at an intimate level. Yeah, yeah. So... What, what were the kind of uh, things you identified in you and, and yeah. how, how, did, how did you get you, yeah. like, used to, how, how did you yeah. serve well, the church? Well, again, because he, he thought I had a good connection with guys, particularly guys who are footy heads. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that though. So at yeah. the youth group, we had lots of guys who were just kind of on the peripheral and didn't really want to do the God stuff. Yeah. And so I was able to um, share my faith and talk to them and they knew who I was because I played yeah, first grade for Dapper. So I had a little bit of a standing with the guys. Yeah, some street cred kind of thing. That's right. And yeah. so the, I, I found that was really cool to share my faith mm. with those guys. Now, a lot of them didn't end up coming to church, but it was a good start to understand that I can share my faith and then God will do the rest. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And like, I've, I, I think we've talked about before, you know, that like the, that they'll have kind of these these concepts and things in their head oh, yeah. so hopefully you know as things go on in life they'll they'll remember yeah. stuff you said and yeah. not not remember you particularly but yeah. you know well, one, one of the things they did identify was that you could play football and still question about whether there was a god it yeah. didn't make you a sissy or anything like yeah. that yeah 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 because yeah. a lot of them feel the need to become a football head in everything they are yeah and so that was that was good to tell them you can still connect to the world yeah and enjoy football totally yeah great great 
just in general to know that, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You, you can right. still have fun things. Yes. So it's interesting. So knowing you now, I, I would not have known that you played footy because now you play soccer. Uh, and you're, <laughs> Only because I have to. And, and you're a muse. Yeah. So like those two things, like in my head, don't really go with footy. So it's really interesting to hear that's kind of how you grew up. Yeah, so by the age of... um, I, I played first grade rugby league till I was about 28. Yeah, right. Then I had two shoulder reconstructions, <laughs> so I couldn't. Yeah. Now, I always enjoyed my sport, yeah. but I couldn't do it anymore. And at some point, you have to stop playing footy. Yeah. Um, and I was married, so I, I let my shoulders heal, I let my body rest, and about five years later, I, I was itching to play again, so I, I played soccer. And, and funnily enough, I played for Kiama Anglican. Oh, there you go. And so, Michael's West Wollong in the Illawarra Church yep. soccer competition. Yeah. And that was cool. And yeah. I started to understand the game of soccer. Yeah. And it's not footy, it doesn't do the same things, but it's as close <laughs> as I can get yeah. to yeah. wanting to be a part of that world. So, what's that? 47 now, we've been playing soccer for 10 years. Yep. Yeah, um, there you go. Enjoying it playing with Robbo. Yeah. And I've started to understand the finer points of soccer. <laughs> but it's not. It's not progressing to my game. I still tackle people. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a defender, so yeah. I mean, I so, so was I. You know, yes. sweeper and a left back and a, a stopper and yeah. everything else. Yeah, that's so I don't have a lot of finesse, but no, no. Well, you know, as long as you can, you can get the ball off people and kick it somewhere. Doesn't matter if it's as long as it's not that direction. Yeah. It just has to kind of go. Well, my game sense <laughs> is good. I love the three sixty nature of soccer. Yeah, I mean, as a as a rugby league player, I was a five eight, so I was always involved. And in setting up attacks, so you know, I like the, the movement and and what it asks. So that's good. Yeah. And so, where, where did music come from? Yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't touch music until second year uni. So I didn't even do it at school in, in any sense. Mm. And so uh, my brother Danny started at first. He was still in high school, finishing high school. Yeah. Um, He's, he's very good musically. I struggled right. to pick it up. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't call myself a musician, John. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I like music and I like performing, but yeah. musically I'm, I'm fairly limited, but I know what I can do yeah. within that constraint. What I do love is playing live. I love that. Yeah. I love playing in, as you know, I play in pubs yeah. and clubs, and I just, I love it. I really come alive. It's the best place to be. So why why do you like gigging? Like, what was yeah. about that thing? Um, a few things. First of all, it's it's a bit like a rugby league team or band. Like, I don't perform by myself. I play in yeah. band. So yeah, yeah. engaging with a band is a really cool thing. To yeah, do. totally. Uh, and it's really good when my brothers come on because yeah. both of them can play. Yeah. So sometimes have both my brothers come in and a singer. That's really fun. Um, I love engaging with. The venues, yeah. so the managers, the bar staff, the venue operators, like sharing who I am with them. Yeah. And then it's just the rest of the patrons that are there. Mm. Um, I want to show them that um, music fits where they're at. Mm. And, and I want to help them give a bit of a soundtrack to their Friday or Saturday night. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro- providing a service. Generally. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving them music to dance to or to... Yeah hang out with or to kiss to enjoy yeah. like yeah so it sounds like you like people I do yeah, yeah. that's something that seems very clear yeah. just from knowing you and knowing your family as well yes yeah yeah no that's that's a really cool 
cool feature. And, and so why is Matthew 25, yeah. I think we're going to look at, why is that, why, yeah. how does that fit into like, all, all your thinking? Yeah, so first of all, I've changed my link with society in a number of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so to begin with, I was a bit of a class plan at school yeah. and I engaged with people that way. Yeah. Then I found team sports and rugby league and I loved that kind of connection. Then I actually found boys brigade and camping with guys and doing all those things. You know, um, that was really cool. Uh, and then music did the same thing and engaged yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's one thing that, that Peter Tasker told me at Dapto Church. He said, Gary, you're really easy with and you enjoy people. Mm. So to serve the church, it's got to be with people. So I'm going to yeah. get you to be involved in youth group or young adults groups. Yeah, yeah. So you can talk to people. <laughs> so there's lots of things you do at church. Yeah. Um, getting there before church starts when there's no one there and setting up chairs is not for me. No, no. Right? Yeah. I come in when everyone's there and then yeah. I can. So I started to understand that I have particular leanings or gifts. And I'm at my best, I'm at my f- life works when I'm, I'm in the areas that I want to be in. Yeah. So there's lots of people around. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And often the things we love, God kind of winds up with how he gifts us as well. That's and so right. the things that we like doing, we're often good at. Yeah. And so they kind of, it's, it's well, kind it's, of cool how yeah, God, God kind of puts those two things The opposite is true too, Jono. Mm. We hate what we don't, we're not good at. Yeah, so yeah. Yes. We love what we've got because it, it seems to come easily. So, yeah. um, one of my favourite passages is Matthew 24, the parable of talents. You should, yeah. should go and read it. But the first thing to say is that the word talent, actually from the, the original Greek, is a, is a weight of money. It's actually about 25 kilos yeah. of metal. Yeah. It's a hunk. It's a fair hunk. <laughs> of, of, of wealth. Now, that was a, a, a currency... Within the, within the biblical time. But the word talent now has come to me a considerable hunk of weight of who we are that we're good at. Yeah. So one of my hunts is people. Yeah. And when that was explained to me, some of the, the lights came on and went, that's value to me. That, that adds to my weight and authority mm. in life. If I can understand what my talent is, I'm valuable. Yeah. Now, but and it's interesting because, like, without knowing it, that's what you gravitated towards by being a class clown, yes. by doing footy, yeah. boys grad, all, all those things were about you interacting with people. And, and I was finding value and worth from yeah, it. Yeah. It made me feel good. Yeah, totally. And so without the biblical understanding, you gravitate towards it and you enjoy it. Yeah. But when the biblical understanding comes, there's, there's a purpose mm. and a point to it. Yeah. So when I started to work through that and, and really looked at that passage and others, um, part of my life had a bit more of a purpose. So God's not saying don't play football or play music. He's saying within that, mm. you're showing your true character, share your faith yeah. in that context. Yeah. So my last few years of football, uh, when I played for the, the, the Barrow Pioneers, um, I understood it and I wasn't, just playing footy because I loved it. I was sharing my faith while doing it. And because yeah, yeah. I love people, and because I was good at footy, yeah. my words had weight. Yeah, sure. And in a footy context, it actually spoke volumes to their world. Mm. Same with music. When I was playing with my non-Christian bandmates, yeah. 
things I love about music and entertainment and gigging came across, but also uh, it had weight because then I could share my faith. Mm. Yeah. So God puts me in these situations. He doesn't say go and run a 30k marathon by yourself. No. He says go play soccer with your friends. Yeah. Engage with the personalities and share who you are because yeah. that's how it works. Yeah. Well, that's what has been um, cool for me, I suppose, in my life. Like, I, I like beer, and that's yeah. actually God's used that in a weird way. For sure. Where we had a beer club, which was kind of started by, you know, the well, you don't just, you don't just love beer, you're good at beer, clearly. You know yeah. Yeah. how beer works. Yeah. And then now I make it, you know, right. half my week and the other half yeah. doing this, which is awesome as well. And so kind of get to marry those things. But then non Christians go, what do you do for a living? I get to say, I work for a church. And I make beer, yeah. and boom, I get to talk about Jesus and beer. Um, brilliant, and it opens doors because people go, "Well, do Christ- can Christians drink?" Yeah. Like, and so yeah, it's it's funny how uh, God can use those things. And yeah, I found that through soccer and and um, touch forty and all those things. Mm-hmm. Like when I was a kid, it's the same thing. So when I'm teaching at a Christian school or a Catholic yeah. school, and they yeah. say, "What do you love doing?" and I say playing music at pubs, they go, isn't that even? Well, no, yeah. you can do it in a bad way. Yeah. Like, I'm not there to write myself off or to drink or to smoke. Yeah. I'm there to enjoy myself playing music, Yeah. but share who I am. Yeah. And so I think it just sort of shakes up people's views of what a Christian, Christianity doesn't mean no fun. Come with a weekend with me and I'll show you fun, <laughs> but I'm definitely Christian. Yeah. And all those other things are as fun as. Yeah. And I just think, we want to show people who are thinking about Christianity that you don't lose your fun. Yeah. In fact, it comes with purpose. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing I think about this parable is that, and we'll, we'll open up our Bibles in a second, be a bit more, you know, you know look yeah. at the passage. That's what like is interesting. Uh, as, as these two first guys use their gifts and abilities, it multiplies and, and kind of like, you know, the, the seeds, right, that are planted and they grow and they multiply yeah. 10 and then 50, 100 times, whatever the numbers are. Uh, and, and like it's the same in here. And then there's the dude that kind of squanders and buries and gets rid of that thing. And, and that's a real issue. Mm. Um, yeah, well, why don't, we, why don't we open up? Yeah, sure. <laughs> With that in mind. Um, yeah. So ho- hopefully you guys have uh, read or listened to. So uh, if you don't know, on Instagram I've posted and there's a link you can get free audio Bible app for a little while, while this whole COVID thing's going on. So that's how I often engage and chew over the Bible at the moment. I'm listening to it. I really like doing that. You might be like me and not like reading. So um, that, that, that's a really good way. They've got heaps of voices and all kinds of things. It's, it's actually a really good app. Um, so we, we won't read it. We hope that you've read or listened to it, but let's just pick out a few yeah. things that like we like and, and challenge us. And well, the one because the parable, he's not talking so much about the money, but he's talking about what God has gifted us with. And the first guy has been gifted with five talents. Hmm. It's a hundred kilos of wealth. That's, yeah, that's you can't pick that up. It's silver, right? So yeah. that's I don't know how much that's worth today. It's loads. That's loads. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I got thinking that, that God has gifted us immeasurably more than we think. Mm. So I thought it was okay at, at footy when yeah. I was 12. Yeah. Right? But my abilities in certain areas are amazing. Yeah. And, and they are so much that it's worth two, three years' wages. Yeah. 
So try this one on, John. Maybe, maybe if we understand our talents, maybe it's also a meal ticket for the world. What do you mean? I mean that if you can work out what you're good at, yeah. at some point, people are willing to pay you for that. Yeah. So I, I've gotten paid for rugby league. Yeah. At a, yeah. It wasn't a great deal, but yeah. it was a little bit. But people pay me and my band to entertain them for the evening. Yeah. They're willing to pay money for that. Yeah. Now, it's not my full-time job, but they're paying out some money. Yeah. And therefore, I can earn a bit of money from my talent. The other thing I'm good at is people talking and kids. So teaching makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and therefore, within my talent, I'm able to earn a wage mm. and supply and provide for my family. Yeah. So I think one of the best things you can do is work out what your talents might be. Yeah. And head in that direction. Yeah, for sure. We don't want you to head in a direction that's not talented in. No. That would be a waste, wouldn't it? Yeah, and, and you you won't feel good. No. It'll be a bit of a waste of time. And uh, God will probably make it clear at some point. Yeah. You're probably, probably going to be sort of doing <laughs> something else. <laughs> um, it is interesting, though, because you say those things. And then I, I thought, like, we, we're, we've been chatting. And, um, you know, like, like I mentioned, my, my gifts and talents are like maths and being alone. And what I do is the complete opposite. And so it's kind of funny that along with what you're naturally gifted with, God can actually change those things, mold them and, and use them in different ways. And um, my mathematical problem solving your brain actually gets used well as I, I try at least. And I, and I always want to get better at listening to people because then I can hopefully as I listen more and more be able to kind of problem solve and hopefully give some advice or just listen. Mm. Uh, and try and understand it and, and I like understanding that's how my math brain has been used yeah. uh, is actually understanding and, and that's not what you would think <laughs> it sounds like you've thought about who you are and how to get the best out of yourself yeah and one thing we don't do at school which we should we don't spend any time or any course devoted to working out who you are yeah. as a person um, we, you leave school knowing what you're not good at very clearly, don't you? Yeah, I definitely. knew that I wasn't good at science. Yeah, that was clearly told yeah, yeah. every single report, right? <laughs> but it wasn't evident what I was good at. Yeah, like people skills, making up funny stories, putting people these. That wasn't on my report card. Yeah, certainly. So it's not in the syllabus, mm. which is wrong. I don't think that we're using the right education system. Yeah. In fact, as an aside, John, we're using the Prussian state education system. <laughs> From 1820, yeah. now Prussia no longer exists. No. But we're still using their education system. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Which is outdated. And that's why it's great, and that's what like we, we hope to do, and that's why we get so many people involved and we try and do that in youth ministry, and yeah. it's great to do this at the moment, is we can hopefully help, not just, we're well, not just interested in gifts, but help you understand who you are yeah, in God, who you, who you belong to, and, and like the, the amount of ways you can serve, it's not just about getting up the front and saying a thing or running a game. It can be sitting down with people like we're doing now. It can be having a coffee with people. It can be so many things. And it may not even be happening at the church. Yeah. Youth group yet. 
Yes. It may not even be someone doing something, but your need, your 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 service can fulfill a need that's not even there yet. Exactly. And and maybe you're gifted like uh, some of my mates are, are talking to non Christians yeah. and building those connections and running events in that way. And so you know, like the the, the list. <laughs> One thing I did read is that, that psychologists have identified up to eight thousand different skills or latent abilities that someone can have. Wow. And they've put down that most people have about four latent abilities that are off the charts. Wow, yeah. But okay. what happens is you've got different um, the percentages of each. Yeah. So that makes you attuned to one particular aspect. Yeah. Now, some of them are easy to figure out. If you're good at maths, accounting makes sense, right? Yeah. If you can put words together, write whatever. Music, yeah. uh, some of these are really clear. Yeah. But I want to tell everyone that that they all have something that's latent. Yeah. But the hard thing is trying to work that out. Yeah. Now, as I said, your school's not going to teach you that. Yeah. Um, your parents are probably not that cluey about all the things that you could be. Then you're not them, so they don't know either. Especially if there's eight thousand. That's <laughs> and, and different permutations of four. That like yeah. it's tens of thousands of options. Exactly. You perhaps need to start thinking about it. Now, this leads me to a. A little story I had. So when I was at Boys Brigade, um, we were just doing a devotion, and, and um, the captain, there, Captain Peter Fist, was his name. I remember it so clearly. It's a I was, great name. I was, perfect captain. <laughs> I was eleven at the time. He was doing yeah. this passage, right? There you go. And he said, "We're all got a gift." Yeah. And then at the end of the devotion, I said, "Mr. Fist, how do you know what your gift is?" Mm. And he was actually thrown by the question. He didn't think I read it so clearly as well it'll become clear to you mm. and I thought fair enough but it did become clear to me for like 20 years yeah yeah but it did become clear to me yeah so I'm telling you it does become clear but I think God gives you a long journey and a, and a discovery to work that out yeah you're not going to get a little list a little printout of the things that you're good at yeah and so here you've got to work that out and I think that's the way uh, God deals with his people anyway, isn't it, Jono? Yeah. In a more of a personal, developing... It takes a while sometimes. Expedition so, yeah. And that's why I, like, I think it's worth saying as well, Like, it's it's okay, and, and probably some of you are feeling right now that you're, you're useless. Um, and that's wrong. It's that's, Yeah. That's the devil saying that. Totally. Get rid of that. Um, but you might be there. But it's clear, and we know this from God's word, that... You are loved. You are you are dearly loved. Like love is lavished oh. upon you. That's like one John four. One of I say it every time. But one of my favorite passages in the Bible. That's like every passage that exists. But read that if you if you're doubting. Um, but you, you might feel useless. But you're not. Like you've got you, hundred kilos of silver. Yeah. Strapped to your shoulder. You got to use it. You got something to use. And, and God's given you something. Like you know, it it sounds a bit. Hard, but right, 20 years it took, and maybe it'll take you that long. And more to go, because and more to go, yeah. Because I do think the other aspect of it is it changes in your situation. Totally. Remember that too, wouldn't you? And that, well, you're not yeah. still playing footy, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it, it totally, and God will continue to, to give you more gifts and maybe take some away, yeah. or you know, yeah, pluses and minuses. He's yeah. completely gifted you in the situation that you're in to do some amazing things. Now, unfortunately. Yeah. It might be a bit unclear, but and it's not easy to work out, but he's given it to you. Right now, if you're willing to listen, he's lavished 
kilos of silver on you yeah. to do some pretty cool things. And you gotta, you gotta work that out, you gotta pray through it. Maybe to help you, I've been told this before, if you don't know that you're gifted in anything, yeah. uh, you've gotta be on the lookout, because some person in time will have told you that you're good at something. Yeah. They'll go, oh, that's really cool. They'll say, wow, you did this really well. Now, Australians rebuff <laughs> the compliment. Yes. Right? Now, yeah. we do this to our detriment. Yeah. We shouldn't. When someone gives you a compliment, hold it. Yes. You know, the, the tendency is to, to whack it off, but keep it, file it away, and build on that because mm. people do give you compliments. Now, they, yeah. do, they don't do it because they're reflecting on what you're good at and telling you. They're just, they just notice something. Yeah. Say. Yeah. So, parents... Um, older relatives, youth group leaders, teachers, even other friends, at times have told you that you did something well. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind, yeah. and you start to build a profile of yourself. Yeah. The other thing you can do though, a little bit of research, I'm sure Jonathan can check you out later, help you out. Understand your personality type. Mm-hmm. Understand, do you like people or do you like tasks? Do you like people or tasks, Jonathan? Uh, so you've changed. That's right. Yeah, it's 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 hard, but uh, yeah, tasks. Yeah, oh, I like I'm, I'm very rational yeah. uh, and I'm very disorganised. Hilariously, <laughs> I'm irrational and emotional, so I love people. <laughs> yeah. So we know a bit about who we are as people. Now that information is readily available. Yeah, there's been so much done the last hundred years about the psychological makeup of people. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty spot on. Yeah, if you know who you are, you can get the best out of yourself, and I'll. I'll can I tell a long story? Sure. That's why we're here, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. I always remember this. This is about three or four years ago, and, and a student I was teaching uh, in year 10, anyway, she came to school one day and she said, uh, she did really well in class, and she said, Mr. Hull, I feel so good at the moment. I feel so good about myself. I'm just so happy. <laughs> and I, you don't just go, cool. What I said to was, okay, here you go, Amanda. I want you to work out why. Mm. Have, and it was only like 10 o'clock in the morning. So yeah. I said, you've only got four hours to go back over. Yeah. Have a bit of reflection, go back over it and work out yeah. what were the things that probably picked you up and made you happy, and then do it again the next day. Yeah. And she went, oh, okay, well... And, and so but to be reflective, to be aware of yourself, it actually takes a bit of a mental effort. That didn't happen to be Amanda Milligan, did it? No, <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, I've taught her. She actually yeah. understood that anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and so, what maybe you can do is to just continually reflect on you as a person mm. and go, "What did I do well, and why, mm. and do it again?" Yeah, um, I just seem to go really well from the morning after if I make my bed. Yeah, you make your bed. Right. Tick off one thing, done. You, you can just keep moving on. Yeah, and some people, yeah, structure is actually like their best friend. That's right. But for me, not really. If you say you have a day to do whatever you want to do, I go, sweet, let's just work it out on the fly. Let's go with it, yeah. And other people go, all right, so at 9.31, yeah. we will begin uh, cleaning the and brackets on the window. You die a little bit inside when I someone gives that. Yeah, same with me. Maybe a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so this is good to know that People look at life differently, don't they? Everyone yes. does. Yeah. So okay. you've got to deal with people, but you've got to deal with yourself as well. So you've got to yeah. find who you are and compromise a little bit. Yeah. 
So when I said come over today at 10.30, it was a big window of 10.30. Yeah, 10, 15 <laughs> through 11 o'clock. Through there sometime, who knows? That's right, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't worried. Yeah. But if you're interviewing someone else who is particular... Yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I'm there at 10 o'clock for other people. That's Definitely. right. I, I know we're a bit flexible. Yeah. So <laughs> just becoming aware of yourself and others is a really cool way to, mm. to make sense of the world. Um, and that's and what I'll, some smart people have said to me, is that the only person you can change, as frustrating and as true as it is, the only person you can change is yourself. As much as you might want to change other people. Hey, Bella. Hey. Come in. Come say hello to the thing. <laughs> say hello. <laughs> Still in your PJs? Yeah. Why not, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll cut that out if you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the parable of talents makes sense. Yeah. Because it says everyone gets a different allotment, a different set of circumstances yeah and go and do with it what you will because it, it is it's it's a lot mm. and so i just want to encourage you then you've got to work it out mm. through reading the bible through praying through talking to people that you value mm. ask them what is it that i'm good at and start to work out that you've got a task to play the bit and the other cool thing about christianity is god doesn't want us to be on the sideline mm. Yeah, he's got a huge role for us to play. Yeah, daily. Yeah, it's 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 so important to be a part of that. Mm. And, and that might have changed for you as well. Like you know, particularly having kids, like and your people yeah. focus now. We've got kids, and, and so that means now you're talking about like other parents. But obviously, you've got your own kids, and you've got a wife, and and yeah. so it's interesting as well how how that that changes over That's time. That's right. My role with the people. I've got a, a really intimate group of important people yeah. that I have to talk to. And all yeah. that stuff I've done before and learn about people I can bring to the family. Yeah. It's, it's, and so therefore, yeah, it does, it does change. Yeah. Look, try this. If you don't think anything about this, come and talk to me. I, I, I'm pretty good at identifying aspects of people's ability. Mm. Right? I've been teaching for 25 years. I know teenagers, right? Yeah. Um, I, and men, Rhiannon, always make it our task at school we call it speaking truth into their lives mm. so if there's anything we see yeah that is cool we'll tell them yeah and we've told them so often now that they go oh yeah it's not just a compliment to just disregard it yeah it matters yeah um if you want to know i can probably tell you yeah. there's something i've observed that you might be seeing toward pursuing but there are other people that yeah. you can ask as well. And, and at the very least, they'll have a fun conversation with a nice guy who will encourage them. Oh, yes. So, yeah. and, and I think, and, and, I, and I do mean that, and I think that's part of it, right? Like what, what you were saying is, you need to listen to me now that I've given you yeah. a compliment and go, hey, like I'm actually good at that thing. That's right. And that's that's part of, people, people will more often than not, not stop you and say, I'm gonna say the encouraging thing now, can you please write it down? They're gonna say something in a conversation yes. and um, get take hold of it and, and I get annoyed at myself that I haven't remembered the nice things people have said. Um, particularly, um, and I know, well actually it wasn't as much of a thing for me. I, I, I've never really cared that much what other people think of me, particularly, yeah. um, because I know what God thinks of me and, and who I am in Him. But. Like social media is so much more of a thing than it was even mm. when like it was two two well, maybe I'm, I'm a bit weird as well but it kind of came two three years after me and um, 
the, the things people say that are horrible, and, and so many actors and all those kinds of things have said like similar quotes, you know, that the, often the negative things stay with us. But I, I think we need to get rid of those things, understand who we are in Christ, yeah. and, and listen to the good uh, and the encouraging things. Yeah. Uh, and, and guys like you and, and so many of, like that's what we try and do, our leadership team, and, and that's what we try and do. Yeah. So many older people at church um, are really encouraging, and particularly the 85-year-olds who are grandmas, they're like, and grandpas, of course, as well, are often the most encouraging people, even if you just sit down and talk to them. Like, we had the um, the Keels last yes. year, and, and they're just so fun, yeah. and, and like, obviously it's a shame that, you know, as they get older and, and more frail, but just to have them so fun to, to hear from them, and even the fact that... Um, Jim makes cars, like, and he still races, and it's just hilarious. But to have them come and, and be so encouraging, and, and that's what is such a joy of that Christian community. Yeah. And that might be your gift. You might be, an, be. an encourager. An encourager. And I try and wrestle through that and just be good at it anyway and practice it. So that hopefully one day I'll be good at it. But, um, yeah, like, we, we can... We can, with God's help, get better at things as well, even if they're not our gifts. Yeah, for sure. And I, I do think then that maybe that's something that you can focus on. It, every one of you that that wants to develop, work out, work that out. Search for it. Yeah. Ask us. Yeah. If not, I'll just tell you. It's okay. Yeah. Good at this. I've sound. And I do think was one maybe one more thing to talk about. Then it, it's it's the second last message we're well, waiting for Christ gives. Before, yeah. his, before his last week in, yeah. in Jerusalem. And so let's, let's why, why don't you summarise the story and then we'll talk about kind of its meaning a bit and then we might just kind of yeah, okay. finish up. Or, or we'll probably keep talking, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, what's this story about, Gary? Just, okay, just summarise so, it in case some people haven't read it yeah. or listened or whatever, you know. Well, the, the first point is it, it's a parable. Yeah. So it's actually got a veiled meaning. So in the story, the master goes away and trusts some of his wealth to three of his servants. Yeah. First one he trusts five talents, the second one two, and the last one with one talent. Yeah. Each according to their abilities. Yes. And then he goes away, and when he comes back, um, he asks how they did. So he's expecting a return on the investment. Yeah, or at least some effort. Some right? effort. Yeah, and so the, the first guy says, I've, I've um, invested it and, and I've done work with it and I now have 10 talents yeah. to give back. Doubled. And the master says, well done. Yeah. The second guy, he's doubled, he's, uh, he's got an extra two talents and the master says, same thing. Well done. And it's the third guy that we have to kind of focus on because <laughs> he doesn't do anything with the talent that he was given. Mm. In fact, he buries it and doesn't touch it at all. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about that, when the master says, what did you do with the talent? This guy says, well, I know that you're a hard man, and I was afraid, so I put your talent on the ground. Yeah. And what's cool about this is, in the story, he's actually not telling the truth. All right. If he knew that his master was a hard man, yeah. he would clearly know that hanging in the ground is not going to be acceptable. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was actually just lazy and he went for an excuse. Yeah, that's, that's what he says, right? You wicked and lazy that's servant. Right. That's what, at least what I've got. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. so the master 
sends him out and then says, throw him outside into the darkness where there are weeping and gnashing of teeth. Mm. Whatever that is, I don't want to be a part of that. No, yes. Yeah. So that's, that's the parable, but, but the meaning is pretty clear. Yeah. God gives us different talents. Mm. In fact, so that's where the word comes from. The English Latin talent comes from this passage in the Bible. And so I just went, when I read this a couple of times, the third servant became really clear. Yeah. I've been given something. Mm. Um, it's not the same as everybody else, but God will call to account what he's given in yeah. each of those circumstances. Yeah. Now, the first two talents, they're encouragement. That's good. Like, I'll yeah. get a return. God will be pleased. Yeah. But if I don't do it, he's going to be disappointed. Yeah. And, and I think, like, it's, it's also... Good for us to say it's it's not um, if you use it and you don't get a return you're going to hell. Uh, it's it's not like uh, we're, we're definitely saved by grace, yeah. by by faith, all those things. But sitting on our hands, like if like you know our talents, if we're just sitting on them and doing nothing with them, that's 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 that's, 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 that's it's not good. God it's doesn't want us. Yeah. And, it's and, not good and faithful. No, and, and who'd rather... And servants. Just like, would you, you know, rather be lazy and wasting your talent, or would you rather be faithful and encouraging and developing and wealthy yeah. within those talents? It makes perfect sense to do so. Yeah. So once I realised the difference, I, then I went... Then the thing that really got me was I went, does he really gift me with stuff? Yeah. And this is the thing you have to wrestle with. He does. And you would... You would yeah. Stand convinced of that, wouldn't you, Jonah? Yeah. You I, have been blessed immeasurably. Yes. To do your things. Yeah. 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 And continue to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in my work and in my hobbies and in my sports and my interests, mm. I've been blessed beyond all capabilities. Yeah. Um, it's cool. Yeah. And, and, I, and I thank God for those gifts. Yeah. He does take away, sorry, my gift <laughs> as, as a... Um, as a linchpin 5A, it's been taken away. I'm on yeah, right? Yeah. But, but he's replaced it with other things. Yeah. And I guess, finally then, is, uh, as I said, it, it's, it's one of the very last stories he tells in Matthew's Gospel mm. before he goes to the cross. Yeah. So what's one thing he wants his disciples and his followers to know before he dies is that my father has gifted you yeah. with the work that we continue to do. And we see that played out in Acts, right? Because different yeah. people wind up doing different That's things. Right. Like Peter, um, you know, ends up kind of becoming the rock, the the, the kind of the head of the yeah. disciples. Paul, like, kind of gets brought in later, obviously, so you know, but, you know, kind of the, the 13th disciple, he's like the dude who will go to the Gentiles, the non-Christians, the non-Jews, and he'll preach the word to them and like Peter uses mostly for Jews and going around telling Jews, yep. but then other people are positioned in churches and they stay there. And then there's um, the Simon as well, right? Yes. He's, he's an administrator. He's good at dishing out who gets food. Like, maybe you're someone who's really good at administrating. Like, Kiralee, right? Yes. She's in our church office. I could not do what she does. She is no, awesome. A... She's so good. Yeah. Invaluable. Um, and one thing Paul and I does could not do what she does. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> one thing Paul does say is that it, the talents and the gifts are for the benefit and the build up of the church. Mm. Yeah. So they're actually not for you. Yeah, your gifting, your blessing, 
isn't for you. So if I was gifted at 5A back in 1992, yeah. um, my teammates were blessed because I played. Yeah. Um, in my musical development and my managing and playing bands, yeah. my band members and the venues yeah. are blessed. Yes. Um, when I play at church, the congregation yeah. is blessed. Um, when I talk to people at church, they're blessed. So it's not for you. Mm. It's for others. Yeah, and that's uh, something like Ephesians. What one of Paul's letters, yes, exactly. Ephesians or Galatians, yeah. where it talks about the body, and you might be the fingernail on the finger, and that might seem pretty useless, but in the whole body, like that, that's got a purpose. And purpose. maybe you're the toe, maybe you're the nose, or whatever, or you know, nostril hair. <laughs> and if <laughs> one got, part isn't there, job. the body's incomplete. Yeah, yeah. If there's no hand, like that's right. body, body isn't complete, and so yeah, we, we've all got these different things and. And yeah, I think that's been like really good to think about and chat yeah. through, and like especially as we're locked up, you've you've like I hope you're using your free time well, kiddies, <laughs> uh, and maybe even as you probably watch a thousand hours of YouTube, you can be watching videos that will build on your skills. So I, I love one of the other things that's weird, um, especially maybe for males. I love cooking. Um, my wife loves baking, so that kind of, yeah. I love cooking, and, and I love being able to cook for other people and have them around. It's one of my favourite things. And uh, so when I sit down for my day, I watch cooking videos because I love cooking. Yeah. And if I can get better at cooking, I, I can bless other and people. And what, what you're doing if you're doing that, you're watching people living Matthew 25 out too. Yeah. They're learning their doing what they're doing because they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, one thing to keep in mind, though, is Really, does anyone start at that big town area? Yeah. The key part here, though, is to build. Yeah. So each of those guys double their talent through hard yeah. work. Yeah. Well, and even the guy with one talent, right? He might have less, but it's still expected. It's still expected. He work. He brings a return, mm -hmm. and, and you, like you said, you know, music's not your forte, but. It's, it's interesting how you've gotten better at it. Yeah, But even you use that for the things you're good at, yes. like with people. And yeah. so, yeah, like, I might not be the best uh, surfer, but God can use my surfing to be able to chat to people mm. in the surf. Yeah. I might not be the best soccer player, yeah. but, you know, he can place well, me there. Well, the, the key that he doesn't want is laziness. Yeah. So if you do have something, and it might just start off as an interest, yeah. work at it. Yeah. Like that that clearly comes out. No laziness here. Yeah. Matt, you are so good at music. That's like the clearest example, right, from youth group I can think of. Use that, right? That's that's an opportunity to, to be an example to teachers that's right. and other people Work in ensembles and all that kind of thing and and yeah. Kurt, Kurt, not to put you on the spot, sorry buddy. <laughs> Kurt, your ability on a sporting field, your tenacity and grit, that's a gift. Yeah. Work at it because your teammates benefit from that. Exactly. And, and we could, we don't have time, we could go through every kid and we will point out something. I will point something out. We could point out something about every kid right now, but even like things will continue to develop and we will see them more and more and more um, as time goes on as well. Sure. Uh, sure. And particularly as you work at things. And uh, I, I wasn't good at cooking back in the day, and the more I learned, the more I enjoy it. And I like making bread and pizza dough. I don't like baking cupcakes, right. but I like those things. Because <laughs> they go good with beer. 
They do. It's true. <laughs> Cupcakes don't go. No, they don't. It's funny how that works. Um, I like savoury. It's the yeast. Yeah. You yeast. love it. Yeah. I actually do really like the yeast flavour. Most people don't. I really like it. Um, but yeah, like God, God can use and build even the things that we like doing. Um, and yeah, we, we haven't really thought about how to, how to wrap this up. But I think all that we've talked about will be, will be helpful for you guys. Maybe just iterating again a key point that the world doesn't see. Everybody is gifted. Every yeah. single person. Yeah. It's just different. And it's hard to identify sometimes. Yeah. We'll find it. And, and if you do explore it and you find it, life gets better with purpose and meaning. Yeah. Because you're doing what God's created it. Yeah. And, and that might take 20-something years to realise what that gift is. And maybe it will happen tomorrow. And, uh, and either way, we, we have a purpose and a value and, and just a, a loving God that is like no other. And that, um, I, I love as well that this line, this is something one of my college lecturers used to say, um, well done, my good and faithful servant. I love that. You know, even, even if you feel like you've failed, the, the giving it a go and, and the effort, and, and the effort yeah. that's kind of the beautiful thing um, well done, my good and faithful servant. Like, welcome home. Like, like I can just imagine the embrace, the big hug, you know. And and the, yeah, that, that's what that's what God's after is that effort and that that passion yeah. to come through. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thanks for sitting down and having a chat. All right, it's, it's it with, that, goes with my passion with you <laughs> talking with people. And I like talking about Jesus and and encouraging and. and chatting about Jesus with other people so that that kind of works out pretty well um, yeah how about I pray and then sure and then we'll finish up let's pray Heavenly Father thanks for your word uh, thanks that we can read it be challenged be encouraged uh, thanks for Gary uh, and, the, and the gifts and the talents uh, and the, the love of you that, he, that you've given him uh, yeah I pray for all of us as we consider uh, the ways that you have blessed us that we would yeah, think seriously about what we're good at because you you love us and you bless us so richly. You lavish love uh, and so many things on us. And so we pray, even even if we're not feeling it right now, that we would know that, that we have value uh, and passions and gifts that, that will become clear in time. Help us to, to put you first in all that we do and as we do that, you will continue to, to grow and multiply those gifts. Help us to be good and faithful servants. Amen. Amen. Thanks, mate. Cheers.